the Josh Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host and fellow stamp comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. How are you? It sounds like you are living right in a flight path. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they pass over pretty closely. A little, little too low for my liking. Uh, I, I just heard like three go back, like right as we were starting. Just. Yeah, that's how you can tell things are opening back up, because this used to be my yeah. life. It was very quiet <laughs> in 2020. This is brutal. We just... Jess and I just went, I, I think too, because there's, you know, um, flights being backed up and stuff like that. But Jess and I just drove to Chicago uh, over the weekend and driving in, because we're coming in on 90, which passes by O'Hare, mm-hmm. we saw like three lines of planes in the sky, which I've never seen that before. We're like literally, and they were like perfectly spaced out, perfect straight lines. It looked like they were barely moving and it, it, it felt ominous. I could tell them like, I bet this is just like. A holding pattern for some of these maybe mm-hmm. but it was it looked super fucking eerie to just see like lines of planes just in a row like i've always seen planes coming down here but i've never seen that it was, yeah. it was just very even, world war ii even the military doesn't line them up in a row there's like a yeah. staggered <laughs> pyramid that they're in mm-hmm. um just uh just felt very uh just had some strong invasion vibes it was just very uh yeah. very interesting yeah so I don't know if you'll even be able to edit these planes out. This might just oh, no, be. That's why I just mentioned them up top to be like, hey, going to be planes in this one. Yeah. Woof. Oh, this one? This one going to have planes. Um, how have you been, though? I've been doing all right, man. Just been uh, running around like crazy. Just like we talked about last week, did New York and stuff. And then Jess and I just went to Chicago for our birthdays to see some friends and stuff like that. And just got back last night and. Now I'm just uh, just here. I don't know. I'm just sleepy. How are you? Um, I'm okay. I I don't I don't know if I'm. I I think I'm all right. Uh, it's just I think that for the most part I'm getting like trying to take stock of being slightly overwhelmed, um, mm. and like how when things like okay when things are good you're not supposed to either complain or not acknowledge that when things are good you might still not be happy those are like two cardinal sins in like an american sort of culture Phrase that again um when things are good you're one okay. not supposed to complain and okay. then two you're not supposed to acknowledge that you might be unhappy while things are good those are like two things oh. where people are like Oh, boohoo, or like, or you feel right. guilty because you're like, no, things are going well. Like, people are nice to me, but I right. am still like, you know, not having a good day or something. And I think that I hit a bit of a wall with, uh, with the shows that I was doing this month, where you know mm-hmm. I was very blessed to get lots of spots from different places. So not just like one club, like. Lots of clubs were like showing me love and everything, um, yeah. but in the running around, like like for instance, when you were in New York and we were running around preparing for the special, it's like that's hectic, but it's also fun, you know. Yeah, there's a level of like there there's a level of running around, especially when you're doing it solo, that you start to wonder like, oh, did I, am I doing like um, too much in a sense? Like, am I? Um, 
am I like running myself ragged, but with without the right clear vision of why I'm doing so many spots or shows or, you know, mm -hmm. showcases, whatever. And so I think I was hitting a wall even material wise because I was like, you have to in comedy repeat a, a decent amount just to iron out the bit. Uh, but then if you're somewhere a lot then you don't want to repeat too much because then right. there's not only repeat customers, but there's like staff, other comics, and then you as yourself, like even if you don't care what anybody else thinks, which is what we're all supposed to do, even in... It's cute how we're all supposed to do that, huh? Yeah, even... While begging for the approval of strangers. 100%, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not supposed to care what other people think, but we're also supposed yeah. to adjust to be better at comedy. Um, yeah. And so... Sometimes when you're in that, you, let's say you don't care what anybody thinks, you just as the comic are like, okay, I know this joke works, so it's kind of done. So now you're, you're almost going through emotion at some points because you're like, I know this joke is done, so I know it works. So I know there's right. not, there's, obviously there's always room for improvement, but then there's a part of you that's like, there's only so much ironing out I can do with this thing before I'm just overcooking it or like, Right. You know, so so when something's done, it's important to table it for a little while because you just know it. You know, you have jokes where like it's like we talked about while you were in New York. It's like there are some jokes where you know it so well that if you don't do it for like six months and you need to bring it out, you can remember mm -hmm. it verbatim. Yeah. Once you get that with a joke, it's time to like move on a bit, in my opinion, you know, or or, or you start to right. turn into kind of like you you've mentioned this to me before of like when you've been traveling and you run into people who are kind of like still doing their stuff from the 90s yeah yeah you know and it's like i'm not saying it's a slippery slope like if i repeat for more than a month i'll be doing the same set for 20 years i'm just saying that like you start to right. worry about that stuff and no one else, like no one else cares. Like the audience doesn't know. No. The other comics they don't, don't care. And like the club just wants to make sure you're killing. So then right. it's really just in your head. But I, I think that that's been my, my mindset for the past like couple weeks because we had the ambush album. So I was like a little bit stressed trying to get ready for that. Mm -hmm. And then we had Caroline's. I was a little bit stressed trying to get ready for that. And right. now in these decompression weeks, I'm just sort of like, oh, maybe I like I want to have a bunch of new stuff and I just don't have it yet. So then there's a little bit of like pressure on myself. So I haven't always enjoyed myself as much as I could have. Right. No, I, I, I get what you mean. And that was something, you know, where we talked about that when I was in New York, where you were. You, I know you were originally trying to build up material to record another thing, but then that might get pushed back or whatever. So you're like, you almost didn't know what to do because you got to just do comedy without worrying about yeah, yeah, like what it was for. And I remember just kind of saying to you, I'm just like, dude, you get to just, you just get to have fun doing comedy, right? Now. Sure, <laughs> like, yeah, and that's like, which is a hard thing to remember. Yeah, that yeah. you can do that. Especially, you're allowed to do that. You know, when it becomes your life, like when it when it stops mm -hmm. being a hobby and it's like how you make money and it's how you. Oh, for you sure. Know, feed yourself and the people around you. It's like you you almost forget that it can just be nothing. It can just be like right, uh, very silly and dumb. 
Uh, that was where I got doing the road, where it's yeah. like kind of like you said of the of the, like the repeating the stuff over and over again. It was realizing like oh, I'm doing I've been doing just the exact same set for like a year now because I'm trying to just like please each place I'm going, which slowly sucked the joy out of it. Yeah, and then I wasn't having fun doing it. wasn't working on new things. And then kind of was just like, well, fuck, why am I even doing this yeah. right now? You know, yeah. killed a lot of the the fun of it for me. Um, but then, like you said, too, I just wanted to go back to what you talked about of a bit you know so well that it is good to put it away. And not just because, like, oh, you know it well enough. It's also like if you put it away for a little bit and then come back to it, you're more likely to find more fun in it. Yeah, that's true. Because I've done that where I, where I put a joke aside for a while and then I'm like, I'm going to try it again tonight. Or, or it just comes up in my head while I'm on stage. I'll find a whole new rhythm for it, mm-hmm. you know, that I didn't have because I was just doing it the same rhythm, you know, just playing the hits, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. if you will. You know what I mean? Sure. But no, no, I yeah. get what you mean with all that. I understand. Is OK. So <laughs> that being said, uh, yeah, this is the, <laughs> here's some diarrhea stories. <laughs> no, no, it's just this <laughs> might not be as funny as we hope it will be or i hope okay. you don't know the story uh but there's okay <laughs> there was a a guy there's that so I, many planes going over you it is wild it's it's so much man and it's like i heard a bunch of planes <laughs> when i woke up and was like all right lots of early flights and then i thought that would be it and it looks like it's gonna be an all-day thing it's wild it sounds like you live in one of those like wind tunnels where people do the indoor skydiving like it's yeah like yeah there's like one of those right in, like in your living room i'm always so worried about chance or somebody really being the one to like make uh make noise in the recording and it turns out it's just gonna be people that are thousands of feet up yeah <laughs> um there was a comic i don't know his name but he was in uh an alarm going off somewhere now no that's a truck backing up that's a truck backing up okay yep i think it's i think uh, it's backed man, the the third host of this show is new york baby yeah wow wow like they always say that in in, in like sitcom stuff really like the fifth character is new york like, <laughs> we we really have some of that 100 <laughs> percent. for me not even being in new york that's actually impressive yeah oh man i'm just waiting for someone to start screaming um was a, Get the fuck out of the way! <laughs> a comic in, I think it was Minnesota. And <sighs> this story that I was told by this other comic, but he basically, one second. That's a big one. That's Jumbo Jet. Did you move to LaGuardia and not tell me? <laughs> no, man. This like this strip used to be my life. Uh, oh, good. Well, we've only done the podcast in the pandemic, so this will be interesting to see how it sonically changes the podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is brutal. Um, so basically, <laughs> there's a comic that told me the story about someone who went up in Minnesota who was bombing like and like fully like it it was bad and it was like it wasn't even the like so what else is going on type bombing it was like right every every next joke he thought would save him and he was like headlining (laughs) and so it was like no i'm just gonna stick with all of my jokes and i'm just gonna like dig myself out with more of my jokes right they just did not like him 
They were not rolling right. with him at all. And so then my man is basically like uh, freaking out on stage, kind of like visibly freaking out. But then he starts to have a stroke. And as like an actual like stroke? an actual stroke. And oh, no. as he's having a stroke and still trying to talk through it, starts killing. Like starts like because he, because <laughs> now, now the I guess from the audience's perspective, Jesus. he's like he's because he's acknowledged that he's not doing well. But I think that from right. their perspective, he's like, okay, y'all like my jokes. Well, I'll start scatting and just starts making these noises while he's oh, trying no. to talk. So he's like trying to finish his joke. And oh, then, no. and then there, then there was someone in the audience who I guess was a nurse or something that was like, I, "That guy's having a stroke." And, <laughs> and so Jesus. then she gets up, she goes to the staff. She's like, "Does he do this every night?" And they're like, "No, this is, I guess, his new stuff." And. <laughs> Jesus. And she's like, I don't think that's new stuff. I think he's having a stroke. And they're like, oh, oh my God. And then he even starts to like sit well, on let's the, do the stool. check drop then. Hang on. Yeah, right. <laughs> we got to get these people out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so he even starts to sit on the stool and talk and sort of slur. And, uh, and then that's when the staff is like, like the nurse was like, you should get someone to go get him, like stop the show. Like he's like, he's yeah. having a stroke. And so then he, but now he's killing. So now these, so these, he won't leave. These two guys get up on the stage and he's just like, ah, oh, what, what are you doing? What's wrong? Uh. He tries to keep going. Because he saved the set. Like, he's destroying now. Like, everyone's laughing so hard. And they Good think Lord. that he's just like, oh, okay, I'll just throw the kitchen sink at him or whatever. So now everyone's on his side. And so then the the people get up and, you know, are like like trying to get him off stage. Like, sir, come with us. You know, everything. Right. And uh, and then the this is right before the manager comes on on the God mic. Like, hey, we're so sorry, but we're going to have to, like... Uh, not, he doesn't even say in the show early. I think he think he's like we're gonna bring back up your feet. Like they were just trying to figure out what to do, and right. so so then because uh, he wasn't even like halfway. So then they they start like carting him off, like actually kind of like, and he's not really fighting them because he can't, but he is yeah. kind of like no no, <laughs> and someone's even like let him finish <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> So in the audience, I was like, let him fit. And then like got a couple other people to be like, yeah, like what's wrong? Like, what? And then it's not until the the nurse from before that initially got yeah. up and got someone's attention yells from the back. He's having a stroke. <laughs> Good Lord. And then they caught him off and take him to the hospital. Uh, and yeah, turned out. Do you know his fate did he end up being okay no he didn't die or anything yeah he's like fine okay good okay yeah he's okay good. but it was just one of those things that was like i i was like wait how did they even save the show and they were like oh they brought the feature back or the feature did extra time and people liked the feature so they weren't upset like right yeah <laughs> but just imagine bombing like real and like not yeah. only are you Your the headliner emergency but you're bombing with like 
your stuff that you're like, this is my set. Yeah. This is this is my yeah. good stuff. So you're already this bombing. is the act. Then you start having a life threatening like like you could you could die from a stroke. And so then Absolutely. the fact that you're having a stroke sometimes immediately the fact that he was hanging on long enough yeah is wild. And and so the fact that you're having a stroke and now you're destroying. There's gotta just as a comic there's gotta be a part of you that like can identify with him where you're like. Ah, oh, that's sure. very, very, very upsetting that now I have to leave. Because it yeah. had only been going well for like for a stroke. couple minutes, <laughs> like for the stroke. Yeah. And that and that no, lady you... noticed immediately. So that nurse was like on it. She was just like, oh, that's odd. Like that's yeah. that's weird that you'd start like like shrinking up to your left side and slurring. Like that doesn't right. seem like part of your set. It... You hear stories like cause I, I, I'm sure you've heard them, and I've heard several of, of comedians literally dying on stage. Yeah, like who are like not dying as in the act, but like literally dying because they're old and they don't know how to quit and they just keep going. I can't remember there was there was one I'd heard, and I, maybe this is just legend. I can't remember, but I I think he like was doing a bit where part of the joke is he lays down and then he laid down. And, you know, got the laugh and then he just never moved and everyone was waiting and then someone checked him and he was fucking dead. <laughs> it it happens. I don't I don't know that. I think that right there should clue uh, the audience in. If you're trying to get inside the mind of a comedian, um, there that's, it is. That's how bad we need it. <laughs> that's how desperate. <laughs> but, you know, that's, you know what is that's how sad we are inside. We really. We just want the approval so bad. Stroke or not, I'm going to get these laughs. You know what's so sad, though? It's like if you told me I only had 24 hours to live or whatever, I'd probably do at least one set. And Oh, for sure. I'd then, book a show. And then the the other problem with that, though, is it's so selfish because then I would just traumatize everyone in the audience. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I would I, I would go ahead and just be like, hey, make a big post. Like, listen, y'all, a fortune teller just gave me some news. Uh, <laughs> I'm dying tomorrow. Come on out. My big farewell show. I got some friends coming to open for me. <laughs> they will not go along because I got to get this set. <laughs> uh, so, okay. This, you know, trigger warning if you need it. Like, okay. sincerely. This is because I don't I don't even know how I feel about it. And so I'm sharing Ooh. it. But I'm I'm you may tell me to stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> OK, <laughs> let's see if Logan taps out of this one. <laughs> so I don't know his situation. I don't know this man's life, but I was so deeply and my eyes were assaulted uh there was a guy okay. i was i was coming up to go to the cellar okay and i passed a guy on a park bench and he was eating a sandwich which sounds innocent enough but i've never seen a sandwich eaten the way that this man ate the sandwich. First of all, it's like a sub, right? Mm -hmm. <sighs> okay. 
So it's like a sub. So you normally you pinch a, a sub sandwich and you bite, you know? So obviously mm-hmm. the bread comes a little bit bigger than your mouth is. So you really got to squeeze. You got to press down, whatever. This man did not do that. He bit, he kept biting into the sandwich like he was an animal digging in a hole. So instead of, instead of biting the sandwich at the tip, right? Yeah. He would bite the sandwich in what I can only call the face. And (laughs) (laughs) so this is the sandwich, right? Okay, for the for the listening audience, holding it very daintily, yeah, uh, but like like you would, like you would a sandwich coming at it from the side. Okay, okay. now normally you would pinch and bite. Yep. This sure. man did not pinch; he just bit into the sandwich. <laughs> Back up! You're talking with the mic in your throat again. <laughs> he just he just bit into the sandwich. Like, okay. like you would, like he was burrowing his way into it. Like he was burrowing, yes, like an animal burrowing their way into the ground. Yeah. Going to eat it, going to eat it from the inside out. Yes, yes. And so that was horrible hates enough. Hates bread. He hates the bread. He likes. He just uses the bread for the holder. I only want the stuff in the middle. <laughs> I only want them sandwich guts. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. That bread's the holder. That's not. Yeah, that's like that's like an orange rind. You don't eat that. It's just there to protect it. Yeah. So then, so then he was biting. I saw this man do this from. I started seeing him from far away. I had to pass him as I walked. So from far away, I was like, it looks like he's putting his head in the sandwich. Is he losing? Is the sandwich eating him? Yeah. Like, dude, would you? Okay, I would. If I was a bigger man, I'd take pictures of everything. <laughs> like, as a medium-sized guy, I can't just be running around putting my camera in people's faces and not expect consequences. Right. But if I was a big right. man, I'd be like, hey, I have to, or people won't believe me. Right, yeah. So this dude, he looks like his his face is going into the sandwich, like the sandwich is okay. eating him. Then yeah. he pulls his face back. This is right as I'm passing. He pulls his face back. Oh, God. Okay. <sighs> he pulls his face out of the sandwich mm-hmm. and lost at least two teeth. And I was so bummed out. So basically, yeah. so basically, he's chewing with his mouth open a little bit. So at first, when I saw something fall out, I was like, "Oh, that's probably just sandwich pieces. That's probably just right. like food that mm-hmm. should be in his mouth and it's falling out because he's chewing with his yeah. mouth open." But then he went, "Oh!" and like, <laughs> and grabbed his own oh, mouth. Even like he, like okay. he seemed surprised. So it didn't seem like a false tooth situation. It didn't seem like you know, like when someone has like a fake tooth. Well, those still aren't supposed to like fall out all willy nilly, so it, it still could have been that and surprising. Yeah, but I don't. Like, those are supposed to be held in place by something, you know. I went to I went to high school with a with a friend who had a fake tooth, and it and it like fell out, and he didn't react like so. He didn't. He, here's the thing: when your fake tooth falls out and your real tooth falls out, those are two different reactions. 
Like that's that's mm-hmm. those are two distinctly True. different phenomena. When you right. <laughs> when you lose a false tooth, you've lost it for like a second. When you yeah. lose a tooth, you need a false tooth. Yeah. <laughs> and this man reacted like he just lost two of his real teeth because he went, oh, and, and put his hand in front of his mouth. And a part of me was like, yeah, that's what you get for eating sandwiches like that. Like that's probably that's probably why that doesn't happen to most people is we eat them regular. We keep the bread yeah. in its place. Yeah. Well, the bread's the cushion. It protects your teeth yeah. from the insides. The inside, because clearly you had like a meatball and rock sandwich. Because what what okay. sub sandwich is hard enough that you could lose two teeth? I mean, if it's from Subway, some of that chicken they got sitting there gets rubbery, <laughs> you know, sitting all day. <laughs> okay, I was worried because I, I love that you couched that one. It's probably the most uh, like <laughs> trigger warning you've ever given. A but story. dude, but you know what it is? No, but I thought I thought it was only gonna be that he was eating the sandwich wrong, and I'm like, that shows Josh. Josh is only <laughs> disgusted by the someone bleeding out of their face on an airplane. Eh, whatever. Someone eating a sandwich wrong. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. That's so funny. Uh, I don't know why, but it reminded me of... Do you remember Mike Shapiro from Chicago? Yeah. Uh, comic. He passed away uh, quite a few years ago now. Yeah. But he just, he just had a joke that was... Uh, <laughs> trigger warning for this, I guess. The joke was, uh, I eat pussy the same way I eat burritos face down, hands up. <laughs> I just always oh, love that joke. That is funny. That is very funny. It's also Especially like too. the visual is also funny because he was just like a big sweaty guy. Always had like a full bottle of wine with him. Like, the other thing I love about Mike is he would like one of the things that made him so funny to me is how deeply self aware he was. And, oh yeah, yeah. And he had this joke where it was so funny, where he. This is this is not I'm I'm piecing it together because it's not recorded anywhere but I just remember the joke part I can't remember the setup but basically he had said a word wrong like he had mispronounced a very simple word that he had clearly been yeah. mispronouncing his whole life so I'm just going to like uh put a put a placeholder in there so that okay but it's like yeah I uh I was at a friend's place and we were having dessert and they had a choice of ice cream uh or the sorbet. So I was like, yeah, I'll take the sorbet. And then everyone at the table was like, oh, it's actually pronounced sorbet. And then he said, oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go home and drink bleach until I die. Because <laughs> I've been saying it that way my whole life. I think I remember him doing that joke. I don't remember what it was either, what the word was, but I do think I, I can't remember, remember what the word bit. was, but it was so funny. <laughs> oh, man. That had me die of that. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Um, in traveling, like yeah. like when you and Jess drove, Mm-hmm. Is there is there a thing because because you know when I'm riding with someone, I feel like you fall asleep and yeah, and just they're left alone driving. 
to the to the gig. Yeah, yeah. That's mostly with you though. Like, like I, yeah. I feel like no, thanks. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you only do that for me. <laughs> I'm glad you only leave me alone driving for five hours. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. I'm glad it's a special thing you've saved for me. Yeah, I, I really, I didn't even notice it till you said it, but I really don't do it that much with other people. Like other people, I can't tell what is worse though. Would you rather me talk the whole time or would you rather me sleep? Uh, I mean, and now probably sleep because already talking all that's this. You know, I don't want to burn material for the show. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I'd rather for a long drive, especially where someone like driving with you, where I know I'm doing all the driving. Mm-hmm. I do want conversation helps keep me alert and makes the trip go faster for me. You know what I mean? When someone just falls asleep next to you, then it's like, all right. (laughs) Now I get to just feel these five hours. Yeah. You also like to listen to like relaxing podcasts. I do? Yeah. Like I feel like the podcasts you've suggested have also put me to sleep. Because it's not that well, they're that was, not interesting, but you'll pick people with like very soothing voices. You'll pick people who are telling a story or something where yeah. you can, it really lulls you. So I'm surprised we haven't you, woken up crashed. Like I'm surprised say, you, you stay fucking, awake because I'm asleep. I know you are describing. You're also describing our show right now, by the way. <laughs> Someone with yeah, yeah, very dulcet so. voice telling stories. No, I know. Well, I, that, I used to listen to, especially that was back when I was listening to like a lot of interview podcasts, like WTF and stuff like like interviews. With people, I don't listen to that as much anymore. I don't know why. Now I I like when it's either shows that are a little more manic or something with a little more production to it or something like that. I don't know if it's just taste change or I don't know. I'm bored That's by fair. people now. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> I don't. I don't I'm I'm I with you. I'm with you. Um. I just think about when I'm riding with people and like every once in a while someone will say something in the car that lets you know who you're really riding with. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like yeah. like um okay, there was there was this one road trip out of town to and it was like close by though. So it was like in I think I was in Connecticut or something and I rode with this comic and he told me <laughs> He told me that when he was a kid, there was an older kid that was climbing a tree. And mm. he was like, it was not the type of tree. All he really said, he did not explain this well, but all he really said was like, it wasn't the type of tree that you would think you could climb. So I'm just assu- assuming it's one of those with like smooth bark or something or like, you know. Yeah. I mean? And he was like, so I was surprised by how high he got. And then out of nowhere he fell out of the tree right and so i immediately ran up and you know to check on him (laughs) and i saw that he like was moving a little bit and so then i just uh took his wallet and ran And that's like the story. That was like the whole thing. So in my head, I'm like, I can't fall asleep next to this person. No, no. That is true, though. You're onto something there. Because riding in the car does reveal something about people. Yeah. Like, for especially for long trips. And I think part of it is, one, because you're just finding things to talk about. But also, like, you do slowly go insane. So you start really revealing those deep, weird recesses mm-hmm. of your brain. Mm-hmm. 
you like especially when you're like writing with a group of comics and like you're just doing bits like by the time like there's no way you can tell those stories to anyone because it's become such insanity as you've just all collectively lost your minds together you know what yeah, i mean it's like it, it all becomes you had to be there stories oh absolutely it's it's one five hour you had to be there um but even too like uh, jess has them every now and then well she'll just she starts losing her mind. She just starts re- reading signs like just out loud. She'll just say something like, "What?" She's like, "That's what that billboard said." <laughs> like she'll just yeah, yeah, like, like an old like an old man. I just kind of said, "I'm like I'm like my dad does that." Jess, why <laughs> why does you share that quality with them? Yeah. But what I said the other day, I was telling her a story because this happened at the school. I had a student who he was like the whole school was like debating with him because he kept going to like every classroom trying to start this debate. Of how North should no longer be North. We should only call North what's in front of us. So we can say, it's North of me. And we're like, well, no, but North is is a cardinal direction. It's it's based on the poles. of the, Like, we need that. And he just had this argument going nonstop. It was really doing good. And I'm like, you will be a dangerous man if you go into politics. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Cause it was it was some great ignorant shit, and he's like, "Well, we need the one of like for forward." But I'm like, "We do. It's twelve o'clock, six o'clock. Like we have that." And he kept being like, "Well, let's just switch it." And I'm like, "Why? We already have a perfect system." And I was giving gesture. I was giving gesture. I'm like, "Do you want that?" Because she never knows what direction she's heading ever. She's terrible with directions. Yeah, yeah. Never knows. Yeah. And I was just like, "Do you want that?" And she just said, uh, "She goes. I may not know which way north is, but I know it needs to exist." <laughs> which I That's just I love that funny. thought. That's very funny. <laughs> Of like, look, I've never met North, but I'm glad <laughs> that they're here. I'm glad he's there. I'm glad they're there. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're doing their thing. It seems to be helping uh, sailors. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the main thing, too, with, uh, with like... North? No, no, navigation. Yeah. Where it's like, when do you, when do you start your left? When do you take the left? What do you mean? When like you when you're navigating, like when people used to navigate for the first time. Oh, okay. So the well, map is stars and shit. So you'd... you're making the map. Yeah. I, I don't even understand that though, because here's the thing: when you when you're traveling and you're using the stars, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. People say that like it makes just perfect sense. You're under the stars the whole time. You have to cross so much space on on land to really see the stars any differently there's no there's no way like like then well that's that's the point though is you want to keep them in the same basic like place in the sky because then you know you're heading the same direction is is what it is it's 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 not a perfect system it's why we've developed other tools to make traveling better but it was what we had at the time and that's why there was sometimes you'd be like, we don't go that way. I don't know. There's dragons. And then just don't go that way. <laughs> so. Yeah, like, because you can't take a left at the Little Dipper. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, do, do you understand what I'm saying? It's like you're always going to be under it. So then when people are like, oh, yeah, follow this one and then follow this one. I'm just like, no, there's no way. There's no way. Like, like, honestly, honestly, when you, when you go back, even through history, when they're like, oh, the Underground Railroad, they would like follow the whole follow the drinking gourd thing. I'm like, look, I would be at a different plantation. Like, I don't even think I would have made it <laughs> to 
like freedom. I'm just owned by a different guy because, now. Yeah. Because you, it's it's so no one has ever really sat me down and explained fully how that works for even twenty miles of travel. Because let's say that's all you have to get. Right. Let's say let's say okay. you really only need to get a shorter distance. So instead of right. needing to cross the entire country on like the underground well, the, the, railroad, you just need to get the, like eighty miles. The stars don't tell you that you're there. I think that's what you're missing. You're, you're thinking there's a point where the stars go, and you've made it. Like, it's it's more just a – it gives you directional headings. It doesn't give you, like, oh, now that this constellation is here, you have you have reached your destination. Like, it's – like, you know what I mean? I, like they're, they're much more for directional headings than for, like, actual specific markers. Okay. It's more about keeping them. You want them on, like, it's like, oh, if this constellation is on this side of me and that constellation is behind me, it means I'm heading east or whatever. That's what it means. It doesn't mean like a, oh, once, <laughs> once you know, uh, uh, you know, the Big Dipper is above us, it means we've made it to Wendy's. Like that doesn't mean I, that. I understand that. That okay. that part okay. is okay. not my confusion. I think my my main confusion is that people who had been to places would sure. tell someone to follow the North Star or a constellation, but they mm. didn't just need to go straight. So then that's where I'm like, I'm I'm like so confused because it's because it's it's about when a person needs to turn <laughs> that they lose <laughs> me. Because it's like if you told me to follow the North Star to something, yeah, yeah. obviously you follow the North Star because that's the direction. And then once you're there, you'll know you're there. The North Star doesn't need to light up. You're there. But <laughs> if, you, if you're telling me how to get somewhere and it's like I across think, water. Right. When you're taking a boat across an ocean, there's very few hard lefts you have to take. <laughs> I think it's a it's a large swath of water that you kind of just have to head a direction to and then you, it won't get you there perfectly you'll get reached the coastline and then you have to know oh either we have to go you know north up the coastline or south you know what i mean it's like it's very rarely that you're like once you get to the middle of the pacific then fuck a hard right <laughs> that's follow this constellation yeah because then if you're on land, like, trying to get to a specific location, like, there, then people will use, like, ground markers and stuff. You know what I mean? Then it's like, you will see this, you know, mountain range or, you know, th this, uh, you know, certain marking or something like that. It's it's not solely just... <laughs> this feel like, it, it, it makes me actually kind of... It, it makes me understand the predicament that like someone like Columbus was in where it's like you do your mm -hmm. best and then you're not in India and you're like, I'm just going to call this India. Like y'all don't, I'm not, I'm not doing any backtracking. It, we almost died really trying to get here. So this is India now. I am surprised that like that didn't happen all the fucking time that every person trying to find any land wasn't just like, yeah, I don't know. This is also Britain. I mean, they did. That's imperialism. But like, you know, <laughs> but like to just, no, I don't no, know no. how there wasn't. I, I know what you mean. Like, I don't know I, how we, I don't know. 
Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no no no! You go ahead. This is. I was just gonna say I don't I don't know how there's not like 200 years of time that we don't like that isn't called like the the misnamed era where we just like we're going places and we've accidentally flipped the globe by naming everything wrong. I don't even know. And we had to fix it. If this is true, but I heard an urban legend about like because I was talking about this Columbus thing even in high school, and the two points that this one kid made that you know. Uh, when we were talking about in class was that one it actually did happen a lot we just like like we for whatever reason as americans had the audacity to let all of that fly in the face of the fact that the man did not end up where not only did he not discover anything he did not end up where he wanted to be so it's literally not an accomplishment if you could if you think you've discovered a new land and you can say hi to someone that approaches you (laughs) nah nah that's not what discovery is you know congratulations i've discovered you but he he told me about this person we'd have to google it to see if this is even a real thing or just an urban legend but he told me about this person that like um this is the equivalent of what they did i think they were spanish and so, so the equivalent of what they did was in Spain, but I don't know that many Spanish cities, so I don't know how to do an equivalent. So I'm just going to use the states. But they basically set okay. sail off of like the coast of New York and ended yeah. up in Miami and thought they were in a different country. Oh, I've heard that one. Too. Yeah. 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 I've, yeah. Like, <laughs> I've heard imagine, a couple of those. Yeah. Imagine how disappointed you'd be because you went really far out. Like you, like you, yeah. like you sailed into the ocean, but then when yeah. you come back after your not hard left, you know well, it's, it's, that's the problem. They took a hard left at Orion, and then they <laughs> ended up circling back home. Yeah. Oh, I still. And then you get there, and you're just like, there are people here. They're dressed just like us. And it's also the problem with it is that you don't, because we don't need to do that anymore. Like we live in whole mm-hmm. cities where we can't see the stars. As yeah. much as I want to understand it, I know I never will because I know I'll never learn. I'll I'll never put the time into learning a thing that nobody uses anymore. Yeah, I mean, you barely get to where you're going with Google Maps, so I don't I don't know if I need you. But maybe the stars are how I would know better. Maybe I'd be like, <laughs> "Hey, that's a little dipper, so Chipotle this way." <laughs> That's finally the navigation system that makes sense for you. Hundred <laughs> percent. I would bet. I would put money on it. Oh, that's really funny. What other navigation stories do we have? I feel like we were we're on a navigation theme now with the planes and with. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one time when I was in uh, junior high, I was hanging out with some friends, and one of them we were very bored, and one of them mm-hmm. was like, "Hey." Do you want to walk to this? Uh, <laughs> I don't even think you'll find this funny. Do you want? Do you want to walk to uh, this cool place I found? And we're all bored, so we're like, "Yeah." We follow this kid, and we're walking for a while. <laughs> we're, walking, we're walking like it, it. It did occur to me at one point that this kid eventually one of us would ask where we were heading and how close we were and he wouldn't know mm. and we would ask him where he was going and he would say i don't know i just like that you guys were all following me like i like it felt like it was gonna be that because you're not only are you okay. in junior high but also like the kid 
He had not said anything the entire time we were hanging out. So we like, oh, weird. yeah. So he's like this fifth kid, which I'm not. It's like he, it's not like it's a, a boy girl dating situation, but still, like this fifth kid who's saying nothing, and then finally he's like, "Hey, do y'all want to see this cool place uh, that I've been to? You guys want to see a dead body?" And so then, <laughs> so then we're following this kid for like at least an hour and a half on foot. Like it, it's it's yeah. to the point where I'm like, man, unless unless. Unless he doesn't want people to know where this is, we should just ask somebody's mom to take us. Like this is this is yeah. crazy, and and so we are are walking for like a while. I'm finally about to speak up because we keep having all these like little. They're not even. I wouldn't even call them adventures, but we keep having these like little mishaps on the way and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like one of the. <sighs> We need an animated kids show of just little Josh just wandering, <laughs> one of the wandering through things. One of the kids had to pee on the way there because we've been walking for like over an hour, so you know, not his fault. But he went up to this fence to like pee next to the fence, and I don't know how he didn't see it. He must have just thought it was sand or something, which still doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. we're in Louisiana. Um, but the middle of Louisiana, by the way, like landlocked. Um, yeah, but. He stepped in just two, two uh, respective mounds of fire ants, and so oh, no. so my bad is pig, and he's like letting he's like letting it out because he I mean maybe he needed to pee when we left, and he's been walking for right. an hour, so he's peeing for like a while, which gives the ants a ton of time. <laughs> It, it gives the ants all the time of the world they need to make this kid pay for ruining their home. Yeah. And because he didn't like step. So here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing about him going to like pee next to the fence. The The fence is. So there's the street. A, a lot of parts of where I grew up don't have sidewalk. So what they have right. is just the road and then some ditch and then maybe a fence that's where, you know, um, um, a piece of property starts. Yeah, that's that's similar to the country out here. Too. Gotcha. OK, yeah. exactly. So you so you already get me that this kid, in order to not like just be standing, <laughs> essentially standing in the street, peeing into a ditch, he had to cross the ditch and pee on the fence. Like, like, or yeah. next to the fence, whatever. Um, right. But when he does that, he's coming back up the shallow part of the ditch, which is when he, like, when he picks his place to pee or whatever, that's when he steps in the two mounds of, like, fire ants, which he must have just thought were, like, loose dirt or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> so we're all talking, like, just waiting for him. And there's even mm-hmm. a point where in my head I'm like, is he gonna like do something else? Because this has been a while. Like I don't like, and I didn't know if it was one of those things where he was like maybe shy because maybe we were too close, even though he walked pretty far away. And then out of nowhere, we just hear shouts, like we just hear screams. <laughs> and so we turn, and he's still standing there, like he's like he's standing there, but now he's like wah wah. <laughs> 
also a couple of us, we all start heading towards him, but a couple of us like run towards him. I have to admit I was not the runner. I right. I don't know this kid. It sounds like there's danger. So I was not <laughs> I was not about to be on the front lines. Nature can have him. Yeah, I was like, hey, yo, this this we don't even know what we're running towards. So I I I, I took a brisk walk <laughs> up to that kid. And by the time by the time uh they get close to him, even from like far away, they can see that there's like lots of ants on him. So it's not like he's oh, he's not so covered that it's like the color of his pants now. He's not like you you know what I'm talking about? You know when someone truly falls into like a pile of ants and then they're just covered in ants. It's not quite like that, but it's like there okay. there's a lot of them. There's like right. <laughs> you know what's happening when you walk up. But the other thing <laughs> is that this kid is not <laughs> this kid is not done peeing. And so now he's flailing. <laughs> and so the two like the two of us like a little sprinkler. Like a little sprinkler. And so the, the, the two of us in the group that are trying to help him also can't get close because he keeps spinning and running around. <laughs> trying to get the ants off as he's peeing. So he's like so he's like <laughs> He peeing on them. He peeing on the ants. Like it's terrible. Like we can't. just fucking up everybody's this, day. This is where I'm very grateful. This is this is where I'm very very grateful that I did not rush in. Uh, because this this is where I'm very proud of my cowardice. Hundred percent. Because this kid this kid's running. I'm in. a proward running in and then like running in to try like i don't know if he was gonna tackle him or try to like kick him to knock off a bunch of them whatever i'm gonna gonna drop kick the fire ants off of this kid yeah i'm gonna shake him to all the fire ants come off (laughs) and and so then he he's he's running up to him trying to help but that's when the kid realizes it's ants so he just starts hopping and then turns around as he's turning around this kid matrix avoids a stream like just like (laughs) (laughs) like leads back and is like oh and so then every so we're we're telling him to be still but i understand why he can't be still and we also don't know what he's gonna be done like Right. And so every time somebody try to run in to try to help him or get something off him, he turn around and almost like pees on them. So then we're running away from him just as much as they're running up to him. And at this point, I'm standing still. Like I'm like, this is his own cross to bear. Like I <laughs> I don't know how to help, you know? Right. And so then they finally like he finally like stops being and then they they tell him to get on the ground and they just start like slapping as many as they can off his pants and everything um and then we (laughs) and then he still wants to go to the play like like in my mind i'm like i would go home right after that i would be done like right uh anyway he's like still wants to go but even as he's leading us from this point until we get there when he's leading us, he'll have these random moments of like getting like when I don't even know do fire ants bite or do they sting? No, they no they they bite, bite right? I okay, I think so. I think it's a bite, and then like what burns is the like venom. I think. Yeah, yeah. Bite, I don't know why I, think, I thought yeah. they had a stinger for a second. Um, 
I think there are ants that do. There gotta be ants, that, but they're not fire ants, I guess. No, not fire okay. ants. I think they bite. Uh, but yeah, so even as he's leading the way from here on out, <laughs> he'll just have these moments of like, and then <laughs> and he just got like a new bite because we didn't get them all. <laughs> Oh, definitely. There's some, there's some still hanging out. Yeah, for sure. Cause and we did everything we could. Like he at one point he like took off his shirt. We like slapped his shirt against the ground, and then he. Right. But then also I was looking at the mounds that he stepped in, and they were pretty significant. They were like, oh yeah, they were the they were the type of mounds that you call an exterminator about. Jeez. You don't just pour like like poison on those mounds. It was like it, they were so no. big that I was surprised that he was okay. <laughs> they were like, they would look at your calves right now. Both of them came to like right. your calf, Jeez. and he stepped in yeah. one each leg. Ooh, yeah. And so anyway, yeah, he's like leading the way, and every once in a while he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> because I guess they were doing so much crawling without biting that that they were just getting oh, yeah. to these random spots. And uh, anyway, so he keeps leading us. And we finally end up at this, like, what looks like it could be a Walgreens, um, but it's not open. Like, it's like it's either shut down or being developed. Like, I've never seen it okay. before because I don't, like, go through this part of town or anything. Okay. And he's like, uh, yeah, there's like, <laughs> he's like, there's a bunch of fun stuff you can do here. And all of us are kind of like, it like is it like and it a part of me in my head was like maybe there's a uh places you can skateboard or something because two of the kids brought their skateboards with them the entire time um, oh, okay but beating the fire ants off of him with their skateboards <laughs> cracking one on the back of his back <laughs> um we we go inside and immediately I'm like, no, I was right about this place. There is nothing here. Like, this kid was just yeah. playing in asbestos. <laughs> There's, like, nothing cool or fun about this place. And so then yeah. I, I ask him, I'm like, hey. Look, a needle. Yeah. See? So much fun stuff here. Yeah. And I was like, how do you know about this place? Like, what do you, like when was the first time that you came here? And he was like... Oh yeah, I was here with some big kids once and they were they were hanging out here for a while. I just thought it was so cool. And in my head I'm like, I think you did just watch a bunch of people do drugs here. Like there's no way yeah. there was like nothing to do cuz there was even a moment where they seemed to have a great time. So it must be something cool about it here. Yeah, they were so happy to come here. It was it was amazing. <laughs> Uh, because there was a point where I thought he wanted to keep it a secret for some reason. And so there was a point where I thought maybe it was like a bowl was there or something, like an indoor pool that people could skate in or a something. Bowl? Oh, okay. I get what you mean now by by a bowl yeah. for skating. Gotcha. Because even <laughs> one, re one really cool shiny bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One really cool bowl to Ooh. not touch because it's full of asbestos. <laughs> but yeah, I remember going there and just being like, this is a bad idea. Like, yeah. This is insane. That's like, how old were you guys when that happened? I had to be like 13. Okay, that's older than I thought. Okay. Because I, I, I thought maybe you guys were like kid kids. Because that's a little kid thing. I'm just like, let's go look at this thing. And you're like, there it is. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Now that's not that's not in our house, you know, but uh, but no, you guys were teens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> and then I was furious later because this kid, this kid straight up was like 
trying. I, okay. Oh, this kid was so annoying. Um, because I forgot this happened on the way back. There was a board that um, we found on the way walking back. And so we all just took turns trying to like break the board because, you know, two of us had taken karate and one of us was good at it. <laughs> and so, so we all took turns trying to break the board. At one point, because what we would do, we would both hold a side of the board for some kid to hit, you know, whether he was going to kick it or punch it, whatever. Yeah. At one point, I was the only one holding the board up, and I was, like, trying to tie my shoe, so I had the board on my thigh and mm. uh, was tying my shoe, waiting for the other kid to come pick up his side, and so we were right. going to stand up so the next kid could punch it. And then this fire ant kid, out of nowhere, when I'm tying my shoe, jumps and tries to break the board with his foot. While it's resting on your while thigh. While it's resting on my thigh. <laughs> and I was furious. Like, not only, not only did it hurt very much, but I was so furious. I just started screaming at him. And I was like, <laughs> like, looking back, I felt guilty about it for like a week because a part of me felt like I went too far, even though I didn't say anything that mean. I just stated facts. I was like, yeah. I was like, why are you even here? You, you pissed on us. And then you took us to, <laughs> to a warehouse where a bunch of people probably do drugs. <laughs> and the whole time I'm like holding my thigh. <laughs> I think the another successful adventure. It was yeah. I think the biggest <laughs> thing that I said to him was that uh, uh, you pissed off that you don't have any good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you pissed on us and you don't have any good ideas. Oh, because <laughs> you have to understand this is like this is like three a three hour trip because now we have to walk For back. Sure. There's no Uber. There's no way for us to get right. back. And then we also can't call our parents because our parents would be like, why did you come to this like yeah. this like warehouse? Like, what What's wrong with yeah. y'all? Yeah, you know I mean, you went to crack Walgreens. Why'd you do that? Yeah. And so so then that's especially why I was upset because I knew we would have to walk all that way back. All the way so back. So this kid is basically. And them fire ants are waiting now. They're pissed. Yeah, right. And so this kid has basically eaten up like a good chunk of our Saturday. Yeah, that's great. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> you pissed on us and you have no good ideas. <laughs> I love that. Uh, before we wrap up, should we open up the mailbag? Yeah, let's do it. Here, this one I'll read. This is from True. Uh, and it's uh, an email. The title is Vampire Date Night. So this is off of our, I think it was our last episode, right? About that? Last episode? Two episodes yeah, ago? Yeah. God, no, no, God, I, I think it was, I think it was last blur. episode. <laughs> I think it was too. Yeah, because about Valentine's Day stuff. That's right. Um, Hi, Josh and Logan. Can't say enough how much I enjoy the show. I identify with it too, as once while out drinking in New York. Uh, as friends with an ex-girlfriend, I slipped on a banana peel, full cartoon mode, and landed flat on my back on the sidewalk. Uh, maybe that was the guy. Maybe that was the guy you saw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Fortunately, it was late at night and few people saw my utter humiliation, but that was over 30 years ago and I don't know oh, and I don't think she's stopped laughing. <laughs> Anyway, Logan, I think you were right about the psychic being a con to impress Adrian. So this was in the last episode yeah. where the the guy said he was a psychic and predicted fo- and then got hit in the throat with a fucking football. Um, and that the good-looking guy only agreed to throw the football because he thought it was such a stupid idea that he might be able to horn in on the date. Now, I, I told this, I started telling the story to Jess because, as I stated before, she does not listen to our show. So sometimes I just have to give her the, you know, the highlights, <laughs> the bullet point version. Yeah. yeah. So I was telling that story and she interrupted me and she goes, no, nah, that was a con. I'm like, okay, I'm glad you thought that too because that was where I was coming from. <laughs> he was planting the seed of football. <laughs> and then here comes a football. <laughs> Uh, what sealed my belief was his saying, I knew that would happen when the soup spilled. Also, Josh said they went out for a while and surprised no more stories about his supposed ESP. That would, You might have to ask uh, your friend. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> See if there's a whole psychic relationship yeah, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, really love listening to you guys and appreciate all the content you've got on your Patreon. Take care. Thank you, True. Thank you so much. Uh, for writing in, for rolling with us, and for being on the Patreon. That means a lot. Yeah, yeah. And we do have a lot of great stuff there. Patreon.com slash Josh Johnson Show. Just just putting that out there. Uh, let me see. What should we do next here? Ooh. Oh, we have to do this. Well, I'm gonna. I'll tell you right now. We'll do this next week's episode because we did have someone send us a magic trick. I just don't have it prepared to like play it, like on this to watch it. But we will. We will do that next week because someone did send us a magic trick. Oh wow! <laughs> and I and if that so that gives you if people want to send more, I would love more magic tricks. Um, and then here I'll read this. This is from oh we've talked. This is this is from Uyen who we have uh we have. Uh, read emails from before but this one is titled my first open mic performance oh wow okay so yeah so hi j-lo uh thank you let's make let's make that stick (laughs) 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 i performed stand-up for the first time it was an open mic at my college i wrote up an outline for my set that morning didn't have time to practice because i had to work that whole day i was very tired nervous and tempted to back out but i thought if i didn't start that day i would never do it So I went up. There were only 12 people in the audience. Two were my friends. I brought my notebook up with me, partly as a prop, but mainly because I never practiced and genuinely needed the notes. Never feel bad about that. If you need notes, take the notes up. Um, No one laughed at my first joke, except for my supportive friend that was laughing hysterically and clapping at every joke, performing better than me. Good friend, though. That's a good friend. (laughs) Uh, I was awkward AF, but people did laugh. I filmed the whole thing, and when watching it back, became hyper self-conscious about my accent. Um, I have never seen anyone with a Viet accent performing stand-up. Um, as I'm writing this, my neighbors are slapping each other. I heard, ouch, it hurts. Then the other said, well, it hurts when you lie to me. Anyway, thank you for inspiring me. To go to my first open mic, it was very fun, and I'm thinking about going to more. Love y'all, bye. Uyen. Well, aside from that strange detour uh, into domestic violence, um, may wanna you may want to call someone on them, potentially. Um, oof, oof a doof. Uh, but 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 hey, <laughs> congrats on starting stand up. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. What a wild oh, fucking what? detour. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Uyen. Thank you so much Ooh, yeah, for sharing, for writing in, and congratulations. Yeah, I'm glad that you. Yeah, I'm glad that you started something that you wanted to start, and that you didn't back out of it, and you know that you are beginning on the journey. Yeah, and I mean your story right there. I mean, aside from the little last nugget, uh, <laughs> but but like that's how it starts for all of us. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it starts with all of us going like, shit. Should I do it? I don't know. I'll do it. I think it went well. I don't know. And I mean, and yeah, finding something to be self-conscious about. What I like, I hate watching myself do stand-up. I absolutely hate it. Mm. How do you feel? You filmed, you filmed a lot more sets and you've like done them for like TV productions. How do you feel like watching yourself, Josh? Um, not great. Uh, yeah. I just now got to the point where I can, without cringing, listen to myself. Because I think the, one of the most important things you really? can do for your for your overall progression yeah. is to record all of your sets, even if it's just audio and then listen back to it, listen for the crowd mm -hmm. reaction, listen for your timing and your rhythm and everything. Listen for where you can put tags and stuff or what needs to go, like what's fat on the joke and then cut it. And I think that you just get so much better, so much faster when you're treating it that way. And so, even now I still do it because it's like there's so many things I could probably right. finish in a joke or fix in a joke if I just make myself listen back enough. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, overall, I feel like listening. I'm finally crossed that. Right. That bridge of like, oh, no, oh, or, you know, because sometimes mm -hmm. it is painful, especially if you know the set didn't go well, but you're trying to fix it. Now yeah. you're just bombing again to yourself. Yeah. Oh, I straight up, if I know the set was bad, I delete that voice recording. I don't even, I'm like, I'm good. Let me get it better. Because like, cause then all I'm going to think is just like, yep, I, I was bad. I done did a bad set. But watching yeah. is still a bit rough. Yeah. And also, by the way, there's science why you hate your own voice. Everyone hates their own voice when they hear it recorded. Did you know this, Josh? No, I, think no, I, I didn't know you, this. But yeah. So the reason why everyone hears their voice recorded and they go, that's what I sound like. You get mad. It's because you hear your voice reverberating through your skull. So when you actually hear your voice recorded, it sounds different to you. It does not sound familiar because that's not how you sound. That's why everyone's like, I sound so nasally in it. It's because you're hearing the richness of your voice literally <laughs> reverberating through your skull. And then when you hear it recorded back, it sounds weird. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the, yeah, that's, right? That's very funny. Yeah, that all makes sense. That's the science. But anytime I record with people, I'm just like, you're going to hate your voice because scientifically, we all do. We all, because it doesn't sound like us to us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you go. A little science at the end here. We hope you don't hate yourselves. Thank you so much for listening to the Josh Dawson <laughs> show. <laughs> we. It's, it's a good sentiment, but bluntly like that was a little strange. We had a great time recording. I hope you had a great time uh, listening. If you are looking to catch up with us on any of the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson Comedy on Instagram, at Josh Johnson on Twitter, Josh J Comedy on Facebook, and Josh Johnson Comedy on TikTok and YouTube, where we post clips of this show. And if you're looking for Logan, 
You can follow me on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen. And uh, if you want to get into our mailbag, you can email us at joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com. You can also leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We like to read those as well. Uh, And... If you want some bonus content of bonus podcasts, bonus videos, a bunch of other crap we're doing, uh, you can join our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash Josh Johnson Show. Uh, go check it out there. We have a bunch of different tiers uh, that you know have different perks to them. We wanted to make sure that no matter how much money you might be able to uh, you know pledge, that uh, you're going to get something cool. And we, we stand by that promise. Yeah. We out here. Yeah. Going to live forever. <laughs>